0: This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we're talking about learning how to say no. As simple as it sounds, it's something that actually a lot of us struggle with. So today we're going to be talking about why is it that it's something that we struggle with? What are some key principles to keep in mind? And we're going to be going step by step through a few guiding questions to understand why we're constantly saying yes, when we actually want to be saying no. And how can we move out of that space? As usual, please let me know where you are as you listen to this podcast and what are some of the key takeaways you're gonna be taking home with you. And if you generally like this podcast and you enjoy these episodes, then please take 10 seconds right now to hit five stars and give me a rating. It would really help my podcast be found. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? talking about how to say no this is a topic that I've actually spoken about with a lot of my clients recently it's something that's come up quite a lot and I find it so fascinating because as simple as it is we all know the word no but for some reason many of us find ourselves stuck in a place where we feel like we're constantly saying yes we're constantly saying yes even when we don't want to say yes and this can cause a lot of frustration so Let's look first at why this is a problem. Why is it such a problem to not be able to say no, to feel like we're constantly saying yes? Well, it's a struggle because we feel like we're constantly giving. We feel like we're constantly giving to what other people want. We're constantly responding to expectations. We're constantly responding to requests. And this can lead us down a pretty negative slope. The more we find ourselves saying yes and yes and yes, the more resentment can build up, the more frustration can build up. And when we're feeling resentful and we're feeling frustrated, we can be more snappy. We can be more impatient. We can actually be less good company to the people around us. So I don't know if this resonates with you at all, but perhaps you found yourself in a state where you felt like you were constantly saying yes to what everyone was asking from you. And then one last person made a small request and that sent you over the edge. All of a sudden you couldn't take it anymore because you had already spent your entire day responding to other people's requests. But that one last one was the straw that broke the camel's back. So I think we've all been there. And it's a dangerous place to be, not only because of that resentment, not only because of that impatience, but because when we say yes to others, when we say yes to expectations, when we say yes to what other people want from us in that moment, then at the same time, we're saying no to ourselves. So we'll talk a bit more about that later on in the podcast, but this is generally why always saying yes can actually be a huge problem. Now, if we understand that constantly saying yes to others can be a huge problem, why do we do it? Why do we do it in the first place, right? No is just a two-letter word, it's not that hard to pronounce, there's no funky letters in it or anything. Why do we struggle to say no? Well, there's a few obvious answers. Most would probably say there's this feeling of guilt associated with saying no to others. I would say there's probably a feeling of expectation in there as well. If you are especially the kind of person that is always saying yes, or you feel like you're always saying yes, then you probably feel like others expect you to continue to say yes. Maybe since you often agree to other people's requests, they actually turn to you more often. They think, oh, well, I know that she'll say yes, or I know that he'll say yes, so I'm going to go ask them. So there's definitely this feeling of expectation there. I would say identity is also another reason why we do this, why we're constantly saying yes. If we identify as the kind of person that is always giving, if we identify the kind of person that is always putting others first, then we might actually hold on to that even more. Part of ourselves might even like that identity and this is where it gets dangerous. When it becomes something that we see as a moral value, as a moral standing, we moralize the idea of always saying yes, of always putting others first, that we almost associate our own personal value to it. We value ourselves because we feel like we're the ones that are always giving. We see that as a huge positive. And when we see it as a positive, even though there might be negative attributes attached to it, we actually hold on to it even tighter. And we don't even want to let it go because it's something that we see as our own value. It's something we like about ourselves. Another reason why it's easy to fall into the always saying yes trap is this idea of never having done enough it's this feeling of well i should or i could maybe somebody asks something from you and a huge part of you is saying no i've got enough to do or no i'm focusing on something else right now or no i really don't have the time but another part of you a little voice in the back of your mind is saying come on you could squeeze that in you could do that or you should, you should put this other person first, you should put their request first. It's this feeling of never having done enough, of never having given enough, of never being giving enough. And that can be very related to perfectionist tendencies. So if you are the kind of person that falls relatively easily into perfectionist tendencies, then it's this feeling that I should do that perfectly. Somebody asks something from me, if I say no, then I'm proving that I don't have enough time, or I'm proving that I'm not managing my time well enough, or I'm proving that I'm not a giving person enough. So it's this feeling of not being enough, not having enough, not giving enough. And the dangerous trap with that is that there is never enough. There is never enough, it will never be perfect. And therefore, it's impossible to say no because you've never said yes enough. Now, a few other reasons why it is hard to say no or why we struggle to say no is because sometimes responding to other people's requests is easier than focusing on our own. So a client of mine told me that she found herself a lot of the time responding to emails, doing what other people ask of her because it was easier to do those kind of tasks than to focus on moving the needle forward in her own projects. Moving the needle forward in her own projects felt like something that she couldn't fully control. She didn't know what the outcome was. She wouldn't be able to do it perfectly. It was a little bit scary and a bit out of her comfort zone, yet responding to other people's requests was the easy part. That part she knew she could do. It can even be a form of procrastination. So sometimes we procrastinate moving into a zone of uncomfort, moving into a zone of doing something hard, doing something important, doing something good for ourselves, because saying yes to others is easier. So there's several, several different reasons why we do this. Now, before going into what we can do about it, I wanna go over two big principles, and these are two pretty big mindset shifting principles that I really want you to keep in mind. If you are the kind of person that feels like you are always saying yes, then please note these two principles down. The first one is that every time you say yes, you also say no. So I alluded to this briefly at the beginning, but it's really important because a lot of the time we associate yes with good. So we think if we're constantly saying yes, then that's a good thing. It means we're constantly taking up what other people want, we're constantly giving, and we see that as good. We see yes as good. However, the reason why this principle is mindset shifting is because we understand that every time we say yes, we also say no. And every time we say no, we also say yes. So there's always a no and a yes, which all of a sudden turns everything neutral. There's nothing good and there's nothing bad because both circumstances always have a yes and always have a no. So let's say you have a big project you wanna work on, you wanna launch your own side hustle, and you've had a really busy week and finally you have a weekend that is completely free and you've told yourself, I am going to put this weekend fully aside to work on my side hustle. I've been pushing this back for ages. I'm finally going to do it Saturday and Sunday, fully devoted to this. In the meantime, you have a family member that reaches out to you and says, hey, I really need help moving out of my apartment. Could you come by on Saturday, help me pack, help me rent a van and move my apartment out? It would really help me out. So now you don't know what to do. Right? You're in this situation that you have promised to yourself you would put this full weekend aside to work on your side hustle, to work on a project that you're really excited about, that you've been pushing back for ages, and now somebody's asking you for help. What do you do? When you fall into this trap of always saying yes, then you see yes as good, you see giving as good, and you say yes. However, when you've said yes, you've simultaneously said no. You've said no to working on the project or the side hustle that you have wanted to work on for a while. So you are saying yes, but you are also saying no. Now the tricky part is we often say yes to others and say no to ourselves as a way of feeding the ego. So we think that we're constantly giving to others. We feel like we are the person who's constantly giving, who's constantly helping, yet half the time, we're doing it more for ourselves than for the other person. Because in reality, if we were to tell that person, look, I'm so sorry, I've had this side hustle that I've been meaning to put up and running for months and months, this weekend was finally the weekend that I was going to work on it and I wanna work on it, for sure that other person would just find somebody else to help them out. And they would most likely be fine with it. Yet we struggle to mention it, we struggle to say no, because we want to feel like we're helping. So we feel like we're giving to others, but a lot of the time we're actually doing it for ourselves. We're doing it to feed the ego. This is also very related to the position of the savior. So in the victim triangle, which I'll go through a bit more in depth in a future podcast, One of the positions is the savior. The savior finds their internal value by saving others, by helping others, by constantly taking others responsibility on their back. We see this as something that is so positive, but it's not positive because in the end, we're taking other people's responsibility, not allowing them to take responsibility for themselves. And on top of it, since we're so focused on taking other people's responsibility, that we struggle to take responsibility for ourselves. So the guiding principle is there is always a yes and there is always a no. Nothing is good or bad. Everything is neutral. And every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Not only that, but as we said at the beginning, there can be negative repercussions on those around you when you start becoming impatient, when you start being resentful, when you start getting frustrated, then yes, you're giving to others, but at what consequence? At the consequence of being grumpy about it? At the consequence of not actually enjoying it and not actually being truly helpful? So that is the first principle to keep in mind. The second principle is that you cannot give to others from an empty tank. It is not selfish to feed your own energy before giving out because in order to give out energy, in order to be good company, in order to be truly giving, in order to support those around you, then you need to fill up your own tank first. I alluded to this in my previous podcast episode all about building a morning routine. And I said that one of the keys of building a morning routine is this idea of, actually giving to yourself first thing in the day. Because when you give to yourself first thing in the day, then the rest of your day you can give to others without this deep feeling of obligation that ultimately leads to frustration and leads to resentment. So those are two key principles to keep in mind. The first one is that there is always a yes and always a no. And the second one is that you cannot give from an empty tank. You have to fill your tank first. Now let's go through a mini little exercise. I want you to start by thinking back at a time in which you've said yes to something or to someone, but in the moment you actually wanted to say no. So you said it reluctantly. I recommend with these exercises to do it in retrospect because hindsight is 20, 20, right? It's always a lot easier to reflect back over how you would have done things in the past. And of course, the ultimate goal is to be able to do it in the present moment. So, in an instance where you feel like you are going to say yes, but you really want to say no. But it's good to practice with previous examples. So, start by thinking back at that time. And I want you to ask yourself what emotion did you feel? So, you were saying yes when you actually wanted to say no. So, what feeling was that? Was that frustration? Was that anger? was that a bit of resentment a bit of annoyance and i want you to think about why that emotion came up and in this exercise we're doing this mentally right so you don't need to worry no one is listening to you in your head no one is able to judge you this is a conversation with yourself so allow yourself to be 100 honest maybe this is something you would never say out loud but that's okay. Step one is always saying it to yourself and being honest with yourself first. So why did that emotion come up? Is it because you feel like you're constantly giving? Or maybe you feel like you're the one always putting in the effort. Maybe, I don't know, your roommate asked if you could call the plumber to sort out the plumbing and you said yes, but that led to a deep feeling of frustration because it feels like you're always the one making the calls or you're always the one making the effort and you feel like the other person isn't doing as much. So be honest here, be honest with yourself. Why is it that you're feeling that frustration? The second question is why did you say yes? So something that's key here is remembering that everything in life is a choice, right? Everything is your choice. And yes, maybe there was an unsaid expectation that you would say yes. Maybe in the past you've always said yes, so you feel like you need to say yes. But regardless, everything is a choice. So it was completely up to you. In a moment where you can say yes and you can say no, the choice is yours. So why did you say yes? Maybe you felt that expectation. Maybe you felt guilt. Maybe you didn't want to disappoint. Maybe you see yourself as the giver. You see your value as the giver. You see your self-worth as the giver. So you actually deeply want to say yes, even though there's a built-in frustration tied to it. So ask yourself, why did you say yes in that moment? Why did you? In a world where you had both choices, you said yes to an external expectation and you said no to what you really wanted, right? Because with every yes is a no. So what did you say yes to? And this leads right into the next question, which is what did you say no to? You said yes to somebody else, to an expectation, to a situation, to a chore, to a task. What did you say no to? Did you say no to another way you wanted to spend your time? What was the opportunity cost there? Maybe by saying yes to staying in and keeping your friend company when she was feeling low, you ended up saying no to, I don't know, a date you wanted to go on, which could have led to something else. So what did you say yes to and what did you say no to? With every yes comes a no. In the fourth part of this little reflection, we're going to rewrite history. So as I said, it's always easier in the past, right? So we're going to think back to this past experience and we're going to ask ourselves, what could you have done differently? So something that's important to remember is that your emotions and your thoughts are valid. You are not crazy. Anybody else in a very similar situation with a similar mindset as you would be feeling exactly the same thing and you have nothing to hide you have nothing to feel bad about all of us feel this kind of resentment when we're saying yes too much so if you were to rewrite history in this moment you're in this instance where you can either say yes to the expectation or you can say no to the expectation how would you rewrite history you have two choices here you can either say yes again in which you would then have to change your perception right you would have to remember saying yes is a choice my cousin asked me to help her move out of her flat i'm going to say yes but i'm going to say yes because it's a choice because i know that last year she helped me work on my presentation because i feel like it's the right thing to do regardless of what it is remember why you want to say yes accept what you're saying no to remember that it's a choice and then allow that to shift your perception So that's your first option. You can say yes again, but change that perception and then notice how that might have changed the consequential feeling. If you're saying yes out of choice, then maybe there's less frustration there. So keep that in mind. Your second option is actually to change your answer. So we're rewriting history now. If you want, you can say no to the expectation and say yes instead to what that opportunity cost would have been. If you choose the second option, how would you go about it? What would you tell the other person? I would suggest in this instance to be completely honest and to be completely transparent. A lot of the time, your reason for wanting to say no to an expectation is related to something else that you wanna do instead, something that is a yes for you, which is super, super important. If you have an important presentation in two days, but your colleague is asking you for help on something, and you know that if you accept to help your colleague, you're going to be saying no to a night of sleep, and you'll have to pull an all-nighter to finish your presentation, then that's probably a valid explanation to give. So as we said before, your thoughts and your emotions are valid. If you're saying no, you're also saying yes. So a lot of the time, honesty is key. If you want to say no to an external expectation, then remember what you're saying yes to instead and explain that. Explain that in a clear, concise way, and more often than not, the other person will understand. Now, this little exercise on rewriting history is just to help you get into the mindset of understanding why sometimes you say yes what are you saying no to and what could you do differently so that when you find yourself in an instance where you feel this need to say yes when you really want to say no you can once again go through a similar reflection understand why you want to say no why you want to say yes what you would be saying no to as a consequence and what would be the best way for you to go about it Now, just to wrap this up i'm going to give you a little challenge for the week ahead what i really suggest is for you to simply take note either mentally or maybe keep a little list in your notebook of what you say yes to and what you say no to what's important to note is are you always saying yes to others and no to yourself or vice versa so simply take note of that understand what are the things that you say yes to or no to more often than others And see if there's a pattern there that could be a root of a frustration within you and that could be the key to understanding what you might need to change in order to move out of that space so i really hope that that was helpful guys please let me know what you think and over the coming week if there is ever an instance in which you feel like you need to say yes but in reality what you really want is to say no then think of me drop me a message let me know what you've said no to and what you've said yes to instead i'd love to hear back Have a lovely week and I will see you next week for a brand new episode.